Nobody talks about this one reason kids don't build good money management habits. Hey guys, and welcome to the show. I'm Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, your humble host back to talk with you about money saving tips, retirement goals, and financial news that affects you. So today I have a tremendous show lined up, and if you have children, this is a must listen episode. Even if you don't, this information will be helpful in your financial journey no matter how far along you are. It's all about saving for the future, setting our financial selves up for success, and why it fails to happen way too often. First things first, if you'll tap that follow button to subscribe to the show, that would be awesome. Join our regular listeners and never miss an episode. Now, I don't want to waste any time or bury the lead. One of the main reasons people don't save for the future, even though they know it's wise, is because human beings have a hard time relating to our future selves. This has been proven, in an MRI machine even. There was a study where people were asked about their present selves in the situation and the brain activity was very, very high, which was as expected since the present dominates our attention. And then two more scenarios were tested. One was having the participant think about a stranger, like a celebrity for instance, and the other was having them envision their future selves. Guess what? The brain activity was basically the same in both of those cases, meaning that we as humans see our future selves as strangers. The connection is just hard to make. It makes sense, I guess. It's tough to relate to someone 20 years down the line. That explains why so many people just don't prepare for the future by saving enough money even when they know that they should when they've been taught to do so by their parents, and even earn enough money to set aside funds for the future. This is a huge key to getting through to your children as early as possible about money management. Also for yourself, if you need to start saving for the future, because thankfully this is not a hopeless situation. But there is work to do in order to get past the mental block of not relating to our future selves. The key is to build a bond with our future self. Get to know that person. To relate to that person will be 25 years down the line. So how do we achieve that? Unfortunately, it's not like saying self, better save for a rainy day a thousand times over. You have to paint a picture of your present self, just an older version, a version who will pay the same utility bills as today and making similar insurance payments and pulling up to fill your car up with gas. Well, maybe that one will change given electric vehicles and whatnot. To get into this framework, just think that a future version of yourself will have the same worries and hopes or similar anyways, dreams and will be brushing their teeth still just like you did this morning and you'll have approximately the same values see you do really have to paint a vivid picture or else the future version of you is merely a stranger who will cross that bridge of money management when they get there they must you must see yourself themselves as a person crossing all of the bridges of financial responsibility or risk never getting a handle on their finances and possibly not being ready for retirement or even emergencies that pop up along the way. See, as parents, we want to set our kids up for success. They know we love them and care about them, but that's not enough to ensure that they build good money management habits. Sadly, we can't build these habits for them. You can lead a horse to water, but making him to drink is another story. Actually, leading him to water is a struggle if he's a teenager. And sure, you can show your kids all kinds of facts and stats on personal finance, how saving now leads to major assets when they hit their 50s and 60s. You can show them a spreadsheet or a slideshow about how investing works and what it can do. But even big numbers do not tell enough of the story to convince people to save and invest. They must have a solid story alongside those statistics. Again, I'll say it one more time. They must have a solid story alongside those statistics, a vision or else they won't remember those money lessons as well because it's not yet ingrained in their little brains. 
One technique to help them visualize the pitfalls of not saving and focusing on good financial habits is to let children join you in your volunteer efforts. So let's say, for instance, you volunteer with Habitat of Humanity or at a soup kitchen, or maybe you drive through a part of town or another town that just isn't in the best shape. These examples do two things. One, it drives home how crucial it is to avoid winding up in a financial difficult situation. And two, it also shows them that they have the power to be able to help a community if they handle their own money situations properly. Show your kids that they have the agency over their own lives and the power to help lift others up. If they follow your lead to do the right things with money, you'd be surprised how much visualizing these truths have versus only talking about financial responsibility. Just to drive home how powerful visualizations really are, the same book with the MRI study also mentioned another interesting finding. Seems this financial group was trying to get more clients and wanted an ad that would help people to clearly see their future selves. They ended up using some kind of software that showed people what they would look like in 10, 20, or 30 years. It's pretty neat. I've done one of these myself, and you've probably seen an app like it too, right? Well, get this. The advertisement worked great as they got more responses compared to the past campaigns without the future you photo. Connect the dots between yourself today and the person you will be tomorrow, and that is the first step to cementing the idea that saving for the future is not only smart, it's an absolute must. And starting slowly is a good way to build this mental conception up too. You and your kids may have a really hard time being able to picture yourself in three decades, but how about 30 days from now? It's easier, right? So the person that you're talking to right now, you can connect events that are about a month away as opposed to 30 years and you take bigger steps from there. For example, you set a goal to save X number of dollars per year to cut two expenses by next month. Build this small habit, then extend the goal to six months, then a year, and so on. A financial journey to track your wins would be a good idea too, because writing them down helps to ingrain this stuff into our brains even more so, and so you can go back and review your journals over time. What gets measured gets managed, as you've probably heard me say before. So this all sounds easy enough, right? To prompt people to save for the future, you just have to have them see themselves in the future. Maybe you've heard of mind mapping or vision boards. Those kinds of things help to ingrain it a little bit further. While I love the proven tactic, it is not easy and here's why. Human beings are prone to desire instant gratification. They want proof. I'm a victim of this too. Proof of this has been shown in studies where people will accept $10 today versus waiting for $20 tomorrow. The same studies showed people would wait 31 days for $110 versus 30 days for just 100. But with a twist, and here it is. On the actual day, day 30, when asked if they would take a lower amount, most people did. So it's interesting stuff how people view time alongside money. Now to overcome this instant gratification roadblock to wealth building, I'd suggest building a habit of sacrifice which is basically delayed gratification. The earlier kids learn how to sacrifice for the future, the better. Trust me, unless you want little Johnny asking you for gas money when he's 27 years old, you instill this now. Sacrificing can come in many shapes and sizes. It doesn't always have to be money related to build this mental muscle. Little Johnny can learn to sacrifice afternoon gaming to help organize the garage, for example, or sacrifice a weekend for one of those volunteer activities we talked about. And also, he could be taught to buy video games 60 days after they're first released, sacrificing that brand new experience to save 20% or more by waiting just a little while. 
And if Johnny is paying for his own games at this point, even better. All right, folks, a little shorter show than usual, but I just found these studies on our future selves so insightful and relevant that I had to share them with you. Now, please don't forget, if you have financial planning questions, retirement concerns, or 401k needs, don't hesitate to give me a call today. My contact information is in the show notes. Now for the recap of today's show. A crucial key to motivating your children or yourself to save for the future is to make the connection to your future self, which is not as easy as you would naturally think. A clear, tangible picture has to be painted for the reality to stick. See your present self just as you are, but in the future. The same person with maybe the same favorite foods and movies and daily routines, but this makes the reality of what will happen more concrete. This is proven to help people build better financial habits and save towards retirement. Just be sure to also work on the habit of sacrificing so that you or your kids can train to overcome the natural inclination towards instant gratification. And finally, with that, we'll close out this episode. Please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. We'd sure appreciate it. And get in touch with me when I can be of help to your future plans. All right. Hope you have a tremendous rest of your week, and I'll be talking to you soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.